that's like it's a it's a different thing. It's nerve wracking. I won't mm-hmm. I won't lie to you. No, we were talking on the way over here like little excitement, a little nerves. It's almost better that it's not live because then it's dude. It's always better live. Well, I mean, but then when it's live, you have to know what you're saying. Well, I mean, live would have been fun. Yeah. But again, yeah, you can't like hum and haw too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You gotta be like really mindful of what you're saying at all times, right? Because like this, I can cut out anytime I want. I can yeah. care less, right? Yeah. But yeah, when you're live, it's like camera's on you. You know, there's there's no getting rid of that. Nah. I don't even know if you can get rid of like live recordings off of. I mean, I assume you can do it off of like get rid of them off YouTube, but I don't even know if you can just go straight up live on YouTube. Okay. But when it goes live, I mean, you could still download it at a later time. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I'm, I mean, again, I know very little about the live way of life. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll go we'll go like this. So I guess you know, I'll introduce you guys here. This is, uh, dude, Kay, I promised you I had a purpose for you. For me being here. Yes. And here is the first ever... And maybe the last ever. We don't know. We'll see how tonight goes. But tonight, you can be the co-host, and we're going to call it Talk to Me with C and Maddie B. Because we got my man Caleb in the house. Talk to D. Talk to D. With C and Maddie B. There we go. Because we also got D. Dion, what's your last name, by the way? Um, It's Forty. 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 Oh, forty. Forty. Yes. Like forte, except you pronounce it non like, non-French. Pronounce like the number. Yeah. Like it used to be more French. Fortier. Um, but my grandfather removed the R for some reason. <laughs> so. Oh. Okay. But it's kind of so cool. it's I E at the end. Yeah. F O R T I E. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I thought you were like F O R T E. I'm thinking mm. forte. You gotta like. I don't What's know if Dion's forte? a French name, but, like, I always feel yeah. like it's a French name. Yeah. No, Dion. 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 Yeah. So. But it's pretty cool, because, like, I've I've tried to find other 40s, and we're, like, the only ones. Probably because so. there's a bunch of 40As out there. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. They're all 40As. Okay, <laughs> so are you from Kamloops? Yeah, I'm pretty much as oh, local sorry. as it Feel free to take your jacket off. As also. local as it gets right here. I was yeah. born here in 93 at the the Royal Inland. The Royal Inland, and have been here ever since, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, I, you know. Okay. So I've <laughs> made it out of Kamloops for trips. <laughs> and what year were you born in? 92. Okay, so this is just a year gap. Now, yeah. did you guys know each other growing up? Nope. No. I didn't no. meet Dion until Whoa. Uh, he started dating Anisa. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we got Caleb Burr. We got Dion Forty. And that just sounds like such a cool name now, Dion Forty. Uh, <laughs> reminds me of, like some of these like rappers that are out there. Yeah, 40 Dion cent. Forty. Fifty cent. <laughs> Fifty cent. <laughs> so we've got you guys. Uh, just a quick intro for people who are like, who the heck are these two guys? Caleb and I went to college together. Uh, I happened to be the coach of his basketball team while we were out there for a couple years. And actually, maybe just one year. Just Just one one year. year. Yeah, just one year. That's not good. And I've just gotten to know Dion over this last fall since living in Kamloops. Um, And it was the first night that we met. 
and you were telling me how you were into art and in particular sculptures, mm-hmm. which I was like, that is so fascinating. I feel like that's such a like, like a niche thing to be into. It's like someone saying I'm a blacksmith. Like it's just <laughs> like something you just don't hear every day. Yeah, so I was like, I sure. gotta have this guy come and record with me. Sure. So I'm pumped that three months later we finally got this rolling. Yeah. And uh, and for those that are wondering how these two are related, you guys happen to... We married some sisters. Yes. Yeah. 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 So. Dude, and can I just say, your, like, common in-laws, like, that whole family just seems so awesome. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're all... I mean, clearly you know. guys are going to agree, because they'll probably hear this, but... Well, yeah, I, I asked my wife, like, <laughs> do you want... Is there anything you want me to say or not say? <laughs> See, it's a good thing we're not going live. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah they're all uh, very laid that's back. What, that's what they're saying. What they, they have a night away from their husbands. They miss their husbands, so they're going to tune in and listen to their husbands. Mm. Like, nah, probably not. Oh, man. See, and that's the thing, man. We, You guys have an outrageous father-in-law. I will just straight say that right off the top. Mm. He is... I, I think he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, not only does he have some of the best facial hair or well-kept facial hair that I've ever come across. That's true. But he just, his voice just sounds so rich and fulfilling. Like, mm-hmm. it's, I I appreciate, he's got a voice made for radio, okay? Mm-hmm. If he was telling me the news or sports updates, I would tune in every day yeah. just to listen to his voice. Yeah. yeah, as far as dads go, he's a pretty cool dad. Yeah, he just seems sure. awesome. So we, we've we kind of all met through trivia night at a local, I don't know if you want to call it a bar, a pub, a brewery, brewery. Yeah. but it's, it's a brewery, but it's like, it's also a place to go and drink and have a good time. Yeah, brewery, yeah, tap room. A, a tap yeah. room. Look at this. The, like guys, that. these guys are beer snobs, all right? Even <laughs> though they're self-denying beer snobs. Sure, yep. So a tap room. I've never heard of a tap room before. Really? But well, and even, like you say, brewery is a... It's Sounds like an industrial say, word. Yeah, because you go down, like we went down to Nanaimo and Victoria... All of us, like, on the Gill side. Yeah. And went around and saw different breweries. And down there, it's all in the industrial area. And there's not a huge sit-down room. They can have a max of, like, 20 people mm. in there at a time. Yeah. So you go in there to fill up your growlers or buy beer or... And that's, like, it. Yeah. It's yeah. It's not really, like, a sit-down place. And so, I, like, I think Red Collar still falls under the brewery because they brew right. all their own beer and stuff. But they've definitely encompassed, like, sort of the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love it. I think they do a great job mm-hmm. in, you know, bringing a very unique atmosphere to mm-hmm. Kamloops and just like the community all to itself. And mm-hmm. especially like, as silly as it is, but like the rise of like hipster culture amongst young oh, yeah. people. Yeah, that's just a freaking magnet for that. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I know very little about beer, which is why I give you guys a hard time. Uh, but, I mean, everything that I've drank there is delicious. It's a fun atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we all, we all go for trivia night, which I've now started to tell guys at college about trivia night, and they're all jealous 
Okay. And yeah, like, I was like, guys at work were like, what? Trivia night? Oh, they think it's the best yeah. thing. I was like, guys, sorry. Get in there for the next semester. It's full. It's full. <laughs> full up. Yeah. But I was just, well, I was saying to them, I was like, like, I don't know if it, if it happens in the winter as well, but like, I was like, if it's going on, I'll let you guys know and you better get down there with the team. Because mm-hmm. I think the last one for the near future is December. Right. December. Oh, okay. And then they're going to call it for a bit. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. What I think that's correct. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, you've got this family that is, like, super involved with it. You guys happen to be related, but we still come up with terrible scores, so people know we're not cheating, yeah. basically. It's the best yeah. way to know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, man, I I think it's it's awesome. It's a fun time. Um, now, how did you meet your wife, then? Um, I met her through going to school. Um, to the art oh, program at there. TRU. Yeah. Okay. So. so where did you grow up in Kamloops then that you didn't know these guys? Um, well, actually, Anissa and her sister and brother, they were actually homeschooled for a lot of the younger grades. Oh, really? Oh, had no um, idea. And then, I mean, oh, afterwards, geez. once they did start going to school, they were at the Kamloops Christian School. Right. Yeah. But I never went to a Christian school. I, okay. was, I was in French immersion for a number of years. Um, which obviously they don't offer there. And yeah. Then, yep. Then I guess yeah, different high okay. school. So okay. Yeah, we didn't yeah. meet till I was a year, I guess, out of high school. Yeah. It's interesting because even he knows some of the guys that went to uh, the Christian school, like uh, mm-hmm. Caleb Ford and a couple other guys that um, through whatever other avenues. So. Oh, okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. You. You're a pretty quiet guy, Caleb. I'm okay. Sorry. That's why we're just readjusting the microphone a little bit. But yeah, so Dion, we had friends of friends, or Dion was a friend of our friends. Mm-hmm. But we, okay. I, yeah, we never met him, too. Yeah. Yeah, actually, before I met Anissa, um, I was actually at her high school graduation um, there for another guy. Okay. And yeah, so I was there for her whole... You know, walking across the stage. But <laughs> just had no idea. I had no idea. Your future wife was just walking yeah. across. Lightning yeah. struck. And it's like a, they got a grad class of like eight kids. <laughs> yeah, I was no, just going to say, so small. Classic class Christian like schools. 29. <laughs> 29. People. I know because I was valedictorian and I went through and said something nice for to everyone. So I remember it's 28 or 29. What were you voted most likely to do? I <laughs> Be a podcast co-host, of Be course. A co-host for sure. I don't know. I don't remember that stuff. Oh man, that's see. Okay, so your wife also is in the arts program. Now, what did she specialize in? Mm-hmm. Like um, sculptures. She she was interested in painting. Okay, mostly okay. for a number of years. Um, some photography as well. And yeah, yeah. A little bit of sculpture too, but I I think of her as a painter. Okay. I think of her making art. And awesome. So yeah, she's. Uh, too well. Let's jump right into this. Uh, I got a bunch of questions for you guys here. Uh, now, were you always an artsy guy? Like, did you grow up constantly? I don't know, drawing or playing with Play-Doh or clay yeah or what. Yeah, I mean, uh, my mom was always kind of crafty, and my dad took, like, these adult water coloring courses through the city, and 
you know, mm-hmm. he was always doing something like never, um, as an artist, but more of just like a hobby um, mm-hmm. for him. Um, so yeah, I always remember like as early as I can remember drawing and, you know, probably started on the Lego blocks and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> made my way up from there. So slowly worked from there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I assume took a bunch of art classes in like high school and stuff when you could or. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. I would, I did take, um, wood shop and metal shop and mm-hmm. art and drama and okay um yeah whenever i could i usually uh, yeah yeah applied myself to some kind of form of making for yeah. sure no yeah. so then where was it throughout that journey that you decided like art is something i want to do and art is something that, like, I'm going to pursue as, like, a degree or... I still don't know <laughs> if that's what I'm going to do. Okay, okay. I mean, no, I, I shouldn't say that. Um, when I, it become more of, like, it became more than just, like, a hobby, but now it became, like, an actual passion that you're like, mm-hmm. this is something I want to do. This is something I want to learn more about and, like, get better at to, yeah. like, a, an educational level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I guess, like, even in my first year of university, I just, like, took art because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And even, like, in my second year, I was taking some biology. I was taking some courses on dendrology and stuff like this. Um, But then, I don't know, I kind of just more and more felt like the right thing to do. And um, so I went for the the BFA and did that program. And... um, I don't know, like, art is just something that I feel I need to do. Yeah. Um, so it's... It's all right. Feel just, free to speak as pretentious as you like. No, no, like, I don't like that. I am art. Okay. <laughs> no, you know, that's the art. one thing I hate about the, the art know, world. So I don't want to... art. Oh, man. No, I mean, it, it is what it is, <laughs> right? I not to use too many big words. <laughs> I don't know that you can talk about art without sounding that way so you may as well just embrace it right yeah you know? yeah i won't think of you as a complete d-bag or anything but you know <laughs> listeners <laughs> might so yeah. <laughs> uh okay so with that what was it about like sculptures in particular or is it still sculptures in particular that you're like this is where it's at for you yeah more recently that's what i've been doing within okay. like the last year or more um but i mean I still definitely have an interest in painting yep. and photography as well. Um, but I guess sculpture is kind of a catch-all for, like, different art as well. Like, right. a sculpture could also be a painting. Right. Um, and it can, yeah, incorporate, you know, photographs. Um, and a sculpture is just more, I guess, more dynamic that way and yeah. kind of multifaceted. So. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's, uh, See, because one of the things that I want to talk about with you is, like, the idea of, like, I don't know. Do you call it being a sculpturist? Like, I don't know what the the proper term is. I don't want to be offensive at all to the art Um, community here. I don't know. A sculptor, I guess. Sculptor, yeah. That's probably... Um, What the heck am I thinking? A sculptor. But, yeah, then it's like, yeah, I'm I'm a sculptor. And it's like, oh, what do you sculpt? Like, wood? Marble? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, uh, yeah. I make sculptures. Okay. Okay. So... With that, now, I've had a lot of people on recently where we've got these guys who have begun to pursue these careers that don't have a blueprint for how to do it. Hmm. Like, think about a tradesperson, okay? 
you go to school for four years for these six-week blocks. In between, you're working for uh, a company as an apprentice. They're teaching you everything you need to know so that after you're done, you can either continue to work for them, go off on your own, whatever you might need to. Mm -hmm. But you have a kind of concept of like, this is how I do my job. Right. You know? And, And there's career paths for that. You know, whether you want to go into like residential as an electrician or be a industrial plumber or Mm -hmm. you know like there's there's avenues for it even with accounting that i'm pursuing right i can work in a firm like i currently am i could work for any sort of manufacturer and industry like working in in lumber because we're in bc Mm -hmm. or in mining or you know retail whatever if they handle money which every business does I could work for them because yeah. that's what accounting is. It's managing money, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes to things like arts, because, for instance, I just recorded a podcast with a stand-up comedian. Mm. I just recorded one with a guy who does, like, um, film projects. Cool. So, like, artsy stuff, right? Yeah. The arts doesn't really have a direct path as in... Do this, this, and this, and you'll be successful at being a sculptor or a right. painter or a photographer. Right. Like, there's no trail that you just follow and you arrive mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, I'm successful at this. Like, it's very much, you can be very successful at it and you can also be very unsuccessful at it. Mm-hmm. You know, depending on, I assume, how much work ethic you put into it and yeah. like, and, you know, I'm sure there are some breaks that you have to get as well. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So... Walk me down what what it is to be a sculptor. How do you like? How does one make it in the world of sculpting? Um, well, I guess there's like there's no right way or wrong way to do okay. anything, right? Um, so yeah, it's more kind of up to the artist and what they want to do. Um, so, sorry, what was the? <laughs> sorry, how do you how do you kind of um, figure out? what path to take as a sculptor like with right. it in a career where there is no real like beaten path as to you know mm-hmm. do this this and this and you'll you'll succeed at it or do this this and this and you know you'll have a job for the rest of your yeah. life sort of thing yeah. like sculpting as an art is a paid by gig sort of thing right you know? yeah so there's basically like two ways artists um could make money and one is by selling work yeah um like making yeah work that's marketable like a commodity and then the other is showing work right so um like some works like videos video work for example yeah. like you can't sell that to people so you just show that in galleries and the gallery pays you a certain fee right um for showing um but i mean even within that framework there's like um like yeah, you can you can make artwork as an artist, but there's also lots of other jobs for artists yeah. as well. Um, like within galleries, uh, curators, and that kind of thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I think the most important thing is really just making work. Right. Um, and then from there, you know, applying for shows or yeah, residencies yeah. and that okay. kind of thing. Okay. No, for so, sure, for sure. I mean. I guess, yeah, success is kind of determined, too, by what you want out of it. Yeah. Um, so I probably won't go for fortune and fame. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a privilege for me to be doing something I love, like, every day. 
Mm-hmm. I could just make art. Yeah. Which, you know, is pretty successful on its own right there. Um, Absolutely. Doesn't quite put food on the table, but... <laughs> puts art on the table. Puts, <laughs> puts too much art on the table, so that, that gets problematic when you're just making things and they aren't going anywhere, so... So, I know that it's not like a... Because I think there's a lot of, like, fine arts that probably aren't recognized as much as they maybe should be. Um, and it's not like it was, you know, two to three hundred years ago or probably more than that now where you had all these, you know, famous artists that we mm. all talk about, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it though, right? Like yeah. you have essentially, yeah, the four Ninja Turtles plus, you know, guys like more contemporary, like the Andy Warhols and the, yes. the Picassos and, uh, Rembrandt and, you know, like there's Monet was another guy from the 1900s, right? Yeah. Or maybe 1800s. I don't know. Anyways, the fact is, is that like, obviously that's all like wall art and it's painting and stuff like that. Not quite sculpting, mm-hmm. but you see the sculpt sculptures in, you know, museums that have been, I told you the story about my buddy, Mike throwing the bouncy ball off the Mo- yes. uh, uh-huh. Venus de Milo. That's great. And it's just like probably illegal. I'm sure he's not wanted back in France. If they heard this, yeah. uh, but, you know, or in, at least in the Louvre. Uh, but uh, it's it's not like, or maybe it's just me. Maybe you know, uh-huh. you know, modern sculptors that are very famous for their work, mm-hmm. you know. But what is it about art, do you think, today that it doesn't get the same recognition as previous, I guess, generations? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it did. That it does. Um, but I think maybe people just aren't as interested in it yeah. as they were. And I guess maybe that's what you're saying. Yeah, and, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I, I'm more curious as to why you think maybe we've gone away from like just appreciating things like art. I mean, I'm sure there is a society of people, mm-hmm. you know, that, that still appreciate the arts. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't seem like it's a majority of people. Right. That can go and appreciate this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I guess, like, going back to Renaissance time, a big part of all the artwork that was created during that time was all, you know, paid for by the church. Right. Kind of thing, you know? It was, like, heavenly Christian-influenced art. Um, so maybe I guess that's one thing that's... For sure, changed for sure. quite a lot. Um, yeah, and I guess, I don't know, maybe just the creation of, like... Um, a large, you know, lower middle class, um, you know, as far as people who are able to buy art, um, is not really a big market for that right. anymore either. So, yeah, no, that's valid. I mean, I have my own personal thoughts on like photography, especially where, mm-hmm. you know, we don't so much like post it on our walls as we do on our social media. Right. You know, we're more focused on getting the perfect shot for Instagram or Snapchat than we are about getting the perfect shot and then turning it into a canvas on our walls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. everyone's a photographer now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You you have, you know, high-quality cameras in your pockets that you also text and can read the encyclopedia on, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, Okay. Well, yeah, I think actually Instagram, that's like a really good... um, you know, a place to look, you know, it's like, you don't see art happening as much, but I mean, it's out there. You just got to know where to look. Yeah, no, that's actually a valid point. I 
I suppose I should have thought of that a little more because you are right. Like, like people still like, do appreciate art. Yeah, just but in large, a very different form. Yeah, largely it does exist kind of on the internet. Um, I mean, for most people, like a lot of people can't travel to New York or to, uh, you know, Paris and right to look at real art. So yeah, majority of people just have to you know go on their computers and yeah, yeah. <laughs> enjoy it that way. Yeah. Okay. So. so so where is the dream then for you when it comes to, you know, sculpting and your painting and your photography and stuff mm-hmm. like that? Like, is the goal to just like one day be able to like buy groceries off the income that you make off of it? Or is it like to get to a point where, you know, you're living in golden furniture because you're so famous <laughs> and rich from these like incredible pieces of art. You're on the cover of magazines talked about in you know high society yeah i think i think we know the answer there it's it's the gold <laughs> furniture thank you thank you no <laughs> yes don't forget I mean, your very first podcast okay <laughs> that's all i gotta say um i don't i just you know i enjoy making art um and you know i i know i'm always gonna have to you know support my art job through another job Right. Um, whether that's like a teaching job or, you know, whatever, another artist job. But to support my studio practice, I, you know, I'll probably always have to be working another job. Um, but, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Um, that's good. I mean, I think it's good to maybe step out of the, the studio and immerse yourself in the real <laughs> world of real working people. Um, okay. Okay. So I know that you talked to me at least about, you know, selling one of your pieces just recently. Yeah. Yeah. I sold a, a sculpture to a guy for... Dude, now explain this sculpture because I had <laughs> my thoughts on what it represented and then I believe it was you who told me a totally different thing maybe. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe it was I someone could... else. I can't remember. I, I don't know if I talked to you about this or talked to someone else about it. Anyways. Yeah. Um, on. Well, basically what it was, it was uh, like a shovel. Um, but I had removed the the shaft of the shovel and replaced it with like a hand carved um, wooden spine. Okay. So it had like I don't know thirty vertebrae um, from the head to the handle and a bit of a curve throughout it. Um, and I don't know for me it was just like I I have a bad back so it was kind of pulling from that. Okay. Just. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, no, because let me tell you, what I thought of immediately was like the blue-collar workforce in society Okay. that busts their back digging with a shovel, because a shovel is very much like a manual labor sort of thing. Oh, totally. And so they're breaking their back, you know, working hard for their families or society all together. Yeah. And so I was like, man, Dion's just so deep. <laughs> and here he is. Well, you know, I just like I have a bad back, so like oh, okay, so clearly I either missed it or maybe just I mean you could you read into it whatever you want. I mean yeah. that's not up to me to decide. I don't think. Well, that's the beauty of art too, right? Yeah, is that you know that's always like the funniest part about abstract art, like a Jackson Pollock, mm-hmm. where it's just a bunch of like paint smattered on a <laughs> on a canvas, and everyone's like. Oh, I see this. I see that. It's like, come on now. You don't see anything except a bunch of colors slapped together on a piece of mm-hmm. white canvas. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, okay. So, 
you've you've now sold that piece. Yes. Is the hope then that that guy puts it up in his super fancy house that we hope he owns? Well, yeah, this is some like big wig guy in Ooh, L.A. Dude, and I mean, did he invite you to come down and explain it to people? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Thank, thank goodness, bro. Get that free trip to L.A. <laughs> that would be short. Go but you know, I'm, tan, I'm yeah. hoping some of his uh, rich friends might see it and right. want one for themselves. I don't know. It's just. Uh, Maybe an opportunity will open up through okay. that. So. Okay. So then it's just like hustling through those kind of like connections and stuff then, eh? Yeah. So like, are you still in contact with this guy? Um, At all or not so, really? I mean, he told me, um, he travels a lot. So okay. he told me uh, once he has the shovel hung up in his office, he'll send me some photographs of its final resting place. Mm. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Well, if he's but, listening, because we do get followers from California, although... Yeah. There's as many people in California as there are in all of Canada. So right. it's very much trying to find yeah. that needle in the haystack. Yeah. Well, if you are, thank you very much, Brian. I appreciate the support. <laughs> it was very encouraging. And also, Brian, <laughs> do yourself a favor. Tell your friends. And also tell Dion to come down and showcase the piece for everybody. Okay? <laughs> I feel like that just that's the way to do it. Oh, yeah. Now nah, we got like one listener now in California, and we, me and Tarek always hypothesize how who it might be. He's convinced it's Elon Musk. I'm convinced it's Dr. Dre. We kind of go back and forth about it. Who's what Elon this? Musk? Are, what? Tesla. Do you know what Tesla Big vehicles are? Tesla Motors. Uh, like electric cars. All oh, electric. sure. He's kind of like he's since that guy. Steve Jobs died, he's kind of society's new Steve Jobs. Okay. He's just a genius who's wanting to like better society in any way possible oh well good you should buy some of my art yeah elon (laughs) give us a call if you're listening i was gonna say couldn't the one guy in california be listening just be simon like you're it could be but i've also talked to simon and i know simon's not (laughs) he's not a regular subscriber what are you looking for i just i heard a sound oh yeah that's my pocket sorry thought your mic was turning oh, no. off. I've been looking as a co-host. I... Yeah, Caleb, <laughs> do you have anything you want to ask? I mean, he's your brother-in-law, and you probably yeah, talk to him regularly. Caleb's, so. Caleb's seen some of my art. Caleb, what's your what's your honest opinion on Dion's art? Well, Don't honestly, butter him up because he's sitting no, next to you. But it's not for everyone. He has big hands, and I'm sure they can go across that face <sighs> very quickly. Yeah. But, you know. No, I enjoy looking at, not even just at their art, but... Any art that's even in canvas, like um, mm-hmm. uh, Dion and Nisa, she works at the art gallery, and there's been a, even a show last week we went to, mm-hmm. and I don't know, as like I'm just a normal dude, I don't have any huge insights into art right. and stuff, but I enjoy just looking at it, not pretending to seem like I know anything about it, but it's... Well, like, yeah, I mean, it's as much as it is, like, just for you. Mm-hmm. And I that Nisa's had her stuff up in the art gallery before, mm-hmm. and you were saying you have a show in the summer? Yeah, if, I don't know, like June or July. Yeah, and so I enjoy going down just to see what's going on, so you look at... Okay, I'm, okay. <laughs> look at the pretty pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Tell people how I feel. Just, yeah, yeah, just to feel the art. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Dude. So I, yeah, I mean, I support... Dion? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. It's good. It's good. Thanks, okay. Well, let's take a quick break. 
We're going to go top up on some beers from Red Collar Brewery, folks. If you Shout live in the Kamloops area, go to Red Collar Brewery. And we will be back. All right, we are back. We've got uh, some fresh beers in the cup. We're drinking a white IPA. P.S. I didn't know that this was seasonal because the last time we had trivia night, I was like, oh, I'll just get a white IPA. Nope. I didn't. Is it that seasonal? I don't know if I. I don't know if it's seasonal, but But they don't have it all the time. They're they're brewing beer all the time, so. But yeah. If they decide to go one way, then Mm -hmm. it does stop brewing one kind of beer for a time so that they can introduce something else. Right. And they've all got, I assume, like Christmas or like wintry beers right now coming out, right? Mm -hmm. Well, even like the Squash Gordon, more of like a fall type beer mm-hmm. dude i what's the one the 42 piston or whatever it is uh piston 42 piston, it just sounds like it's a heavy when you, you yeah. use the word piston it's in a, a beer and IPL, it's like right it just has to I sound know. angry I think so. I think what so. does ipal mean uh india pale lager so what's the difference so, between that and an ale uh lager is like a lighter i don't know as much as you call me a beer snob, I don't know terms Dude, at all. I'm helping you try to get up to that spot as number one son-in-law right now, yeah. right? Come on, your father-in-law is going to be disappointed. Dion just took over as number one right there. Wow. Well, I, mean, I don't know. Why <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. You guys are both fighting for second here. Yeah. Well, uh, that's something to do with the, uh, the, uh, the, the malts. The, the malts and the, the hops, hops bro. And... Yeah. I know nothing about beer. <laughs> throw out some words yeah um, but uh yeah man let's so i know we haven't incorporated caleb all that much <laughs> we're gonna get him in here caleb is probably you're probably one of the most excited people i've had come on here did i ever tell you to be on here yeah like did i tell you about the one girl I tried getting on here from, like, I went to high school with her. She was a very good friend of mine in high school. Right. And she was, like, she just, she's too nervous to come on. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, oh, we're just having a conversation. Like, this yeah. isn't weird, boys. No, no it's not. No. no. Yeah. So, I was just, like, come on. Like, I really wanted to have her on. I thought we could have, like, a really solid chat because I haven't talked to her in 10 years. Mm-hmm. 10 years. And so... Yeah, but she just she won't have it. She won't have it. Nerves kill so, her. Ah, it's killer. It's it's difficult for me. But uh no, it is what it is. So Caleb here, like I said before, coached him in basketball. Mm. And uh <laughs> just kidding. But we also, you know, we share love for basketball. Um being Canadians, we obviously have to feel well, we don't have to, but you I know. Do. We, I don't have to, but I do. But, you know, cheering for the Toronto Raptors, Canada's team. Yeah. Hashtag we the North. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, let's let's dive into a little bit of what, what's going on with the Raptors lately, Caleb. Talk to me about it. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, this year they're, they seem to be trying to change their... Uh, style of game, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And I think they're... Well, you look at their record, and it's, I think it's always improved every year for a while. I think since Dwayne Casey's been there. Yep. And so they're definitely, like, I guess on the right track. Um, they got a 
uh, a lot of good like young guys. Uh, obviously, Demar, DeRozan, and Lowry, but um, they're fun to watch sometimes, and then they're ultimately frustrating to watch at other times because it seems like if if they have a really good game and they're like leading by twenty or whatever, or a substantial amount, then they like stay with their sort of new style of play, which is definitely more passing, more threes. That kind of thing. But then in a close game for like half the fourth quarter, they're just trying to ISO and yep. uh, even a couple a couple headlines in like a week was Raptors resorted to their old ways and lost the game. Yeah. So that's frustrating to watch. And uh, like you've said, Maddie, like every team has their guy that they go to in a close game. And so that's a part of it. But I... When you when you watching a game and it's like four <laughs> possessions straight, Demar Derozan like backs it in, turnaround jumper and misses. Like, how many times does it have to happen before you go, dude? Maybe we gotta you, switch it up once. I don't. You live by the sword, you die by the sword, I man, and that's guess. the thing. Yeah. So like, think of how many times the Lakers lost because Kobe probably mm. did the exact same thing. You know, and DeMar DeRozan is just a poor man's Kobe Bryant. Yeah. You know, so, you know, same sort of game. True. You know, but that's the thing. You got to have consistency and you you learn from it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, man, the Raptors, they're, I mean, they're exciting this year. Mm-hmm. They got this OG Anu, Ananobi. Oh, yeah, I don't know how to say his last name. But he came out of, I believe it was Indiana. He's excited, or it's Indiana or Kentucky, don't one or two. Me, I don't know. <laughs> Caleb's a Fairweather Raptors no, fan, clearly. I, I'm not a Fairweather Raptors fan. I'm a Raptors fan who doesn't know the details. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fairweather Raptors fan, Caleb. <laughs> However you want to say it. However you want to say it. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, the Raptors, it's, it's an interesting Eastern Conference this year, mm-hmm. man. It, uh, I mean, the Celtics just lost. Uh, for yeah, the first I mean time they're on a good seventeen role, games. Yeah, that's insane. And you know the Cavaliers. We don't know. I'm I'm calling it now. It's going to be a Cavaliers Raptors Eastern Conference Final, sir. What? What about Mark Boston? that down. No, Boston's going to lose. Raptors are going to beat them. I'm telling you now. Okay. Raptors will beat them in round two. The Cavaliers are going to beat the Wizards. Yeah. In round two. And you're going to get some good old Raptors versus Cavaliers. And we haven't gotten to see them play against each other yet. But. Oh, this year. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So, (laughs) who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think it was Siakam, one of the other sort of new faces. He's been really good for them on defense. Just uh, cracking down on some guys and whatnot. I think it was. Houston they played and like Harden still scored like 30 points but it was like Siakam was always on and making frustrating him and everything so I think that's gonna be a key and that's always a thing I guess when you're playing LeBron is you can't stop LeBron but who can you throw at him to try and frustrate him slow him down yeah man whatever that's the thing right guy like that you're never gonna actually extinguish him but it's just a matter of like extinguishing everyone else yeah he's never gonna score 100 points in a game Mm -hmm. 
So it's like, if you can stop everyone else from scoring, maybe you get lucky yeah, and it doesn't score factor, 50 yeah. on you. But, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, definitely an exciting team to watch. Frustrating sometimes. And you look at their game against New York where they New York came out of the half and the third quarter it was 41 to 10 points scored for New York. So, like... <laughs> I wasn't watching that game, but that would have been very frustrating. Okay, now let's shift gears here, because I right. just thought of something that I really wanted to ask you about. Dude, you're a father of one, about to be two. Yeah. <laughs> you say that with a lot of confidence. Clearly he's excited. Uh, how's that going? Good. Yeah. It is good. It's, uh, now we have a daughter, and now as she's getting a little older, she's a year and a half, and like... It definitely gets frustrating sometimes when she is whiny, cry, trying to do things her way, trying to get her in her car seat, and she just, like, stiff backs you, and you can't just, like, <laughs> break her back to get her in the car seat. and Right? Yeah, so it's... It, like no, I'm it's stiff back. I, yeah, that's, that's good. Totally, that's totally it. Just stiff. That's, and that's what she does. As stiff as a board. Yeah! And it's like... A couple times uh, we were going out and we were going to meet my parents and she was stiff backing. So stiff back. She loves to talk to people on the phone. So we called up my dad on the phone. <laughs> she started talking with him and was all relaxed, sat down, buckled her up, and she chatted until we met up with them. Just so. yanked that phone away. Yeah, I got a sucker. Got to throw in some different strategies there. Um, but yeah, when. <laughs> When uh, she was born, it was, uh, I, I guess a lot of thoughts in my head were like, okay, now there's this human being that you're like in charge of teaching and uh, caring making for sure, yeah, caring for, teaching them right from wrong and trying to like teach them the best way to sort of get through life. And so yeah. a lot of responsibility. But so much fun. Like, our daughter is just a ball of energy, and she'll mm. yeah, run around pretty, and she's, she's a go scream and yell. Smart and, kid, too. Yeah, she figures out things pretty quick, yeah. so. Yeah, next to my wedding day, her birth was the best day of my <laughs> life, I tell you. Boom. Yeah, so, yeah, lots of fun. And we're having a second one in January, so. That's coming very quickly. Yeah. And Mariah and I look at each other like, Oh, we're having a second kid. Well, uh, yeah. Well, at least you duck Christmas, man. Christmas with two wow. kids? Come on. Yeah, I mean, Mariah was more. <clears throat> Mariah was 10 days early with Maisie, so. What would 10 days early be? Uh, like, it'd be like the 28th or something. Oh, okay. But it'd be still, after Christmas, still but still pretty close. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Exciting. Well, I mean, the nice part is you got babysitters right next door, right? Babysitters right next door. Just dump them off with a little Dion. Uncle Dion. Uh, Uncle D. Don Don. <laughs> or is Don that, Don. Is she says yes. Uncle Don or Don? just Don Don. Uh-huh. Don Don. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle yeah, Don Yeah, so that's Don. been a huge help for us is just toss her over the fence to toss nanny. Her over the fence. <laughs> Boom. Or auntie and uncle and yeah. 
That's sweet. It's exciting. Dude, I think we just figured out your new rap name, Don. Don, 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 Don. Don, Don, Don 40. Uh. What up? <laughs> Boom. That should Not just bad. be... That should be your new... Like, if you have an art company. Mm. Don Don 40. Presented to you by Don Don 40. I have an Instagram account. That's probably the closest, <laughs> it's the closest to a... <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay. And, Dion, any children in the uh, near future for yourself? Uh, well, we've certainly talked about it. Okay. Um, so, they're coming one yeah. day. One day? Um, we're planning for, you know, five years down the road. Yep. Yep. Um... But, you know, one might pop out before then. Yeah. I'm not sure, but, uh, yeah. Okay. You okay. know, I mean, Mariah and Caleb have just been a great example of good parenting. And, you know, it's given me something to look forward to because I wasn't always so sure it was something I wanted to do. Right. So it's just really nice to see that. And yeah. And be, be a part of that. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you got... You got a good niece so far, mm-hmm. and, yes. you know, another niece or nephew on the way. It's going to be good. So, I mean, that's always the thing, right? Sometimes you have friends who just have, like, monster children, and you don't have the heart to tell them their kids are monsters, because <laughs> maybe it makes them feel bad as parents, but that's obviously not the case no. here. No. But, like, but I feel like She's that's... a perfect angel. I mean, the next one could be... Could be the monster. Crazy, could be the monster, so. And that clearly reflects terrible fathering. That if you didn't is know. false. That is. <laughs> that is false, sir. Oh, man. All right, dude. Well, let's wrap this up. Uh, Dion, you've got your art show coming in the spring, hopefully. Yeah. Or is it guaranteed? Like, is that a thing that's going to happen? It is guaranteed. I just okay. don't know if the date is um, okay. set. But uh, Well, dude, you know what? When it gets closer to the date, we'll have you on again. Oh, yeah that'd, cool. be, yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. We'll have you on again. We'll get uh, we'll, we'll get more details for you guys. Because if you're in the Kamloops area or you're such an art fanatic that you're like, I have to get to this guy's show, then we'll give you ample time to get your travel schedule prepared. <laughs> Be here for it. Brian, you can fly up from L.A. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we should probably have you here, you know. Um, we'll just we'll get that rolling. Uh, but it'll most likely be in spring here in Kamloops, I assume. Yes. Yeah. The Kamloops Art Gallery. Awesome. Mm. Awesome. Gives yeah. you some time to build some more projects. Yeah, exactly. Some more sculptures. So. Um, and you know what? Honestly, guys, if you're into art. You know we've had a uh, we've had photographers and stuff on on our podcast before, but uh, we've never had a sculptor. And so if you guys are into sculpting, if it's something you want to hang on your wall or be the centerpiece to your room, um, Dion, how can they get a hold of you? Um, through email or I mean I'm happy to give out my telephone number. <laughs> um, well maybe yeah. maybe email. Is just what's the best. Uh, what's your Instagram account? Um, actually, yeah, it's three necklaces. Like the number three or the word three? Um, the word three. Three necklaces. necklaces. Oh, okay. my word. Okay. And yeah. uh, we'll definitely post it as well for you on our social media as well so yeah, people sure. can find it. I mean, I I haven't been keeping up on it that much. Like, I don't know. I don't... I'll scroll through other people's account, but my own account has kind of fallen <laughs> behind. So We're going to force Dion to start going to Instagram because mm-hmm. I'm going to find him customers. And uh, we're going to make this happen. We're going to make this man the next, I don't know, a single sculptor in history. 
But we're going to make him the next one, right? Da Vinci. Da Vinci had to be a sculptor, right? Oh, he did some sculpting, yep. for sure. The next Leonardo da Vinci sitting in my living room right here, okay? Wow. Wow. Great. Great. <laughs> Might be a bold I'll prediction, start, but I'll start all I'm saying is... beard now. Yeah. In 300 years, people are going to say, oh, is that a... Is that a Dion Forty sculptor? Yeah. Well, that's the problem, you know. You don't, say, is that a you don't Don, reap Don any of the benefits or the riches until you're long gone. Your great, 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 great grandchildren might be able to appreciate it. Yeah, but, I hope uh, so. They'll have gold furniture because of your I hope dude, hard that work gold, today. That yeah. gold furniture, I'm telling you. Well, I'll be... give I'll give everyone an artwork, and they could cash in <laughs> later on. <laughs> All right, everybody. This has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, again. This is Dion Forty. He is uh, a sculptor here in Central BC. We will let you guys know if it is something you want to pursue in talking to him about designs, um, how to get a hold of him. This is Caleb Burr, who mm. is my good friend. <laughs> He's a co. <laughs> I was, was just looking. There's so really many options. Good. I think if you want to talk Toronto Raptors to someone. I'll I'll give you his phone number. You can call him regularly any time of the day. I'd be happy to. Yeah, just give him a ring. Yeah. Give him a ring. So, yeah, uh, gentlemen, it was a pleasure. I really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Guys, you have. Well, we're gonna hang out anyways. But uh, peace out, folks. Ciao.